the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need Welcome to the Bill Carl Show. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl. It is Tuesday. And uh, as we continue on through the week, taking a look at the headlines, Hurricane Florence continues to be the headline really across the nation as flooding has uh, continued to cause big, big problems for the Carolinas in areas that they're not used to having flooding. And uh, I have folks up in that area. Thankfully, they're doing well. I have a number of other friends who are struggling to get back to where they live and to get their lives back on track. And it's going to be a while. And I think the biggest part of this is realizing that three months from now, when all the television cameras are gone and the media is on to whatever the next thing is, they will still need our help. And you could do that in a number of ways. Uh, you may do that through a faith-based organization like Samaritan's Purse. I know that they're on the scene. The American Red Cross, listen, they do a great job. They do a tremendous work uh, in the immediate uh, circumstances. Uh, our friends at Save the Children, we'll be talking with them uh, here in a few weeks. Uh, I know that they're getting involved with that. So any number of ways to do that with reputable organizations Right here out of the Polk County area, our friends at uh, Christian Disaster Response have headed to the Carolinas taking meals and recovery kits. I think they're going to stage in Fort Mill, which is actually really more toward the middle and upper part of South Carolina. It's more toward what you would call the upstate. But uh, as they get set up there, then they'll fan out to the areas uh, that are most in need. And so we take a look at that and uh, hope for and continue to pray for great things. Here at home, uh, the issue that was plaguing south of us has come to us, Red Tide, uh, kind of moving away from Collier, Collier County, Manatee, and Sarasota, and now starting to see that along the Pinellas coastline. And that is becoming a big problem uh, for our tourist industry, for our hospitality industry out there. I guess the silver lining would be September, October, if you're going to be having a lull, this is the these are the couple of months to do it because there's not a whole lot happening anyway. Businesses kind of count on that traffic will be a little light, but every dime, every dollar does count. And so it's kind of a catch-22, and hopefully the next few weeks, temperatures cool down. Maybe we get another few big rainstorms and break all that up and hopefully recover from that. But it does represent a huge dent in the economic impact here in the Tampa Bay community. And again, for our friends who went through it in Manatee, Sarasota, Lee and Collier, God bless you as you recover for that too. On a more encouraging note, and yes, it is so awesome that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 2-0, and but tonight, 
Hockey returns as the Lightning uh, face off in preseason action against the Carolina Hurricanes at Amelie Arena, 7.30 p.m. tonight. My friend Paul Porter from the home team and, of course, the announcer for your Tampa Bay Lightning uh, with us on the phone. Paul, you may as well just, just, can you just open up with a big Steven Stamkos? Can I hear that from you today? Yeah, he's actually going to be playing tonight, Bill, so it could very well be the Lightning goal scored by number 91, Steven Stamkos. Ah, I just got a shiver up my spine. (laughs) Oh, man, we're so so excited at our house, and uh, some big changes for the Lightning in the offseason, not so much in the roster. I mean, it seems like everywhere there could be an upgrade, there was an upgrade, but now a Hall of Fame player and uh, general manager, kind of the architect of the success that the Lightning have had, Steve Eiserman, is uh, heading out the door. Uh, talk about that change. Yeah, he's actually uh, he's going to be with the team all season. He's okay. got one more year left on his contract, so he'll be here until the Lightning season ends or they win the Cup. And, of course, we certainly hope it's the latter. Mm-hmm. But uh, he is going to be spending more time with his family in Michigan, his wife, two daughters uh, never really moved down from Michigan. They've always been there. He wants to spend more time with them. He's not made a decision on what he's going to do after this year. His contract with the Lightning will be up. He could re-sign with the Lightning in a consultant capacity as Hmm. he's going to be this year. Uh, He may take a year off. He could end up with another organization. There's been a lot of speculation, but he has quite honestly said that he just hasn't really made up his mind yet what direction he's going to go in. Well, Zachary and I had a big talk about this, and here's here's what's happening at the Carl household. A, if he's spending time with his family, we have to give him big ups for that. If he goes home and in two years becomes the GM of the Detroit Red Wings, I will be surprised and bitter at the same time. Not surprised, rather, and bitter at the same time. Because he's, yeah, you can't, he, I mean, you can't he, really he, lives, he still lives large uh, for that fan base, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he's always going to be a Red Wing. I mean, he's given us some great years here with the Lightning, but uh, the Red Wings will always have a dear spot in his heart, and you can't blame him for that. Uh, what a great job that he has done, though, mm. as you mentioned earlier, assembling this team and uh, coming so close. I think he really hopes that this could be the year that they win the Stanley Cup, and that would be a fitting way for him to go out to win the Stanley Cup championship. And uh, the, I would point out, though, that uh, Julian Breezeblah, who is his assistant and right-hand man, he is leaving the team in very good hands. And uh, Mr. Breezeblah, who is, of course, the numbers guy, does all, all the contracts, negotiating, salary cap, all the business end of the GM spot. He'll rely heavily on scouts as far as talent because I don't think he'll be able to pick out talent as good as Steve Eiserman, but still uh, a very good general manager. and uh, The rest of the scouting staff is staying intact, so I think this franchise is set for many, many years to come. How do you feel about moves they've made in the offseason? Do you feel like maybe we're going to be a little more uh, aggressive, a little more uh, muscular on defense, or how do yeah. you feel about that? I think that that'll help. Uh, They've uh, picked up Andy Andreoff, who I think is certainly going to help the franchise. It wasn't really an active offseason for the Lightning. They signed the guys that they had. They, of course, have Kucherov back in the fold now for many years. And uh, they'll be looking at uh, just 
keeping this core together. Uh, There had been a lot of talk for Eric Carlson possibly coming here, but I think the asking price was just a little too high for the Lightning. So uh, I think that they kept the team in in franchise, in in gear, and I I like the direction they're heading in. You remember they went to Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final last year, so when you get that close, you don't really want to do a whole lot of overhaul. Just exactly. Exactly. Hey, Paul Porter joins us from the home team Saturdays at 11 on our sister station, AIM 860, The Answer, and, of course, the announcer for the Tampa Bay Lightning there at Amelie Arena. Paul, thanks for joining us, and go Bolts. My pleasure, Bill. Always good to talk with you anytime. All right. Hey, listen, quick on the phones, got a giveaway for you uh, that uh, would happen to be a family four-pack of tickets to the movie The Favorite. Thefavoritemovie.com is the website. What's that phone number, man? 813-287-5700. I'll take caller number 3813-287-5700. Win a family four-pack of tickets to The Favorite. Does one day of appreciation make a difference in the life of a pastor? I've got to tell you, this event, I look forward to it every year. This is the one time where, where every pastor knows their love. Absolutely. We've been loved on as pastors, and it just really has spoken to our spirit to encourage us to keep going and to keep moving forward and to do God's will. It's times like this that makes the difference. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 11th at Armature Works in Tampa. Beginning with pastors' forums in the morning, a delicious luncheon, and a special message from Dr. Mark Bailey. Everything at this free event is planned to let pastors know we care. Plus, we have plenty of door prizes, gifts, and free ministry resources. I would have missed it for the world. Every year gets better and better. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th. Sponsored by EDI Travel and Word of Life. Pastor, RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to save the children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. Hey, welcome back to the Bill Carl 
show here on Faith Talk 570, 910-FM 102.1. Want to encourage you to jump over to our website today, letstalkfaith.com, to find out how you could win a trip to the Holy Land with none other than Dr. Robert Jeffress of Pathway to Victory. Pathway to Victory, weekday mornings at 730 here on Faith Talk. And along with that, a free download of the Elijah map that really does chronicle his life visually and, of course, chronologically. Letstalkfaith.com is where you'll find it. So those of you who head over to our Facebook page, by the way, on Facebook, just pop in WTBN and you'll find us. I posted a little video last week saying, um, if you have a question to ask a pastor, uh, let me know about that. We will ask a pastor. We'll get you an answer. Uh, Some questions may seem silly to others, but they're meaningful to you, and we want to be a resource for you in that area. So this Sunday, I actually got a question. It was not off the Facebook page, but a friend asked this. We were at a a reception for her son who just got his Eagle Scout Award. And Anna Maria said to me, Bill, you you went to Bible college. When it comes to our the days which God has ordained for us, when it comes to our lives here on earth, is there just a set number and God knows that number and there's no changing it one way or the other? How's that work? And so I thought, that's a great question. I'm going to get a reasonable answer from somebody who's probably a little more studied than me. And today, that is Bryant Golden, who is the uh, host of Unfiltered Radio, also the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church here in the Tampa Bay area, centerpointfl.org. Sunday mornings at 9.30, Brian's on the radio, and soon to be in October, uh, coming weekday afternoons or evenings, rather, at 6.30 with uh, Unfiltered. So we're excited about that, Brian, and excited to welcome you to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Bill. Appreciate it, man. So back to this question. At first, when I heard it, it kind of struck me is, is this one of those can God make a rock that he can't lift questions? I mean, does it have meaning? But the more I thought about it, there's some issues that come along with that question. So I'll ask you, are our days truly numbered like you're going to live 50 years, seven weeks and two minutes and not a moment more? How's that work? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, it's a layered question, but here's the first thing I'd say. I heard this um, years ago, and I believe it. Like, the first thing is, like, I don't think anybody dies early. Um, and it's a huge word, but we, we believe, if you're a follower of Jesus, we believe that we serve a sovereign God. So he's over all things actual, all things possible, and um, nobody dies early. But then there's this tension of God's knowing um, that is not mutually exclusive to our responsibility and our calling and that we, you know, we have cause and effect and we have choices and there's a a destiny that we've been given. And so some of that, it's hard to reconcile. One of the best uh, maybe examples uh, comes from C.S. Lewis, um, writer, theologian um, from decades ago in one of his books, may have been Mere Christianity, where he talks about uh, it's similar to being on a ship that's going somewhere is you have full reign of what you do. Like you're hanging out on the deck, you're getting a drink, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to friends, but at the end of the day, that boat's still going to get to wherever that boat's going, you know? Mm. And um, it, it's one of the, it's, there's a mystery to it. There's a tension to it. Um, but yeah, n- nobody, nobody dies early, but at the same time, um, God's knowing doesn't conflict um, with like our responsibility and our calling and um, what God's given us to do. So, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about this scripturally, and you know, and this is kind of the answer that I I shared with my friend is that the the, the sure thing is that we all have an appointment with death. 
Um, God mm-hmm. in Scripture yeah. has changed the timetable. We look at Second Kings chapter 20. Hezekiah is about to die. God says yeah. to him uh, through Isaiah, get everything in order because you're going to die. And then Hezekiah prays and asks the Lord to lengthen his life, and God does that. He asks, he adds 15 years to Hezekiah's life. So I guess there is that tension, like you said, between God knows, and there is an appointment that we all have to keep, but sometimes maybe it's like going to the doctor. Sometimes you can move that appointment. I don't know. Am, am I? Is that yeah. at all accurate? No, and that's a great example, um, you know, what you just referenced. And I, I guess the, um, you know, the practical side of it, one of the verses that pops in my mind is, is Psalm 95, where it says, teach us to number our days so that we gain a heart of wisdom. And mm. so I think if part of the question is, okay, so if, you know, if, if God knows or however we wrestle with that tension, you know, what's, um, what's the use or what is, you know, practically how do we view things day to day? And what's interesting to me in Scripture is that actually understanding that our days are numbered um, is a really healthy thing. Like one of the things you'll find is if somebody, you know, there's some people that almost do know the number of their days. If they're dealing with a diagnosis or you've been with somebody in the um, the late stages where they have hours or days to right. live. They know it's um, coming. They have like real clarity at the end about what is most important and what matters most and so one of the things that's really interesting is how, knowing that our days are numbered is not a demotivator it should be a motivator and what in in that psalm really what moses is saying is teach us to number our days uh, meaning the clarity that you are going to get at the end of your life if you know you're within hours or, or days of your life ending that kind of clarity produces um, an unbelievable amount of wisdom. And so he's like, you know what, live like that every day to where you reach into your future and gain the wisdom you get at the end of the life and bring it into today. And so I think that's practically how it works. And I think that really is a big point because we live in kind of a Western culture where, um, like, we know everybody's going to die, but sometimes we, we live as if it's not a reality, like somehow we're going to, like Botox or Pilates our way out of it, but it's, it's like it's coming for us, right. you know? So, that's and, and I think practically is living that way. You know, interesting as we talk about that. By the way, the question for Ask a Pastor today, we're talking with Bryant Golden, who's the lead pastor at Centerpoint Church, uh, has been, are our days numbered? And I mean, like, down to the number. You're going to live, you know, 5,000 days, and then that's it. And uh, as we take a look at Scripture, we see instances where timetables have shifted, on a on a on a macro level, you know, when we see in the New Testament the question, well, where is God? Why isn't he why isn't Jesus returned yet? And the answer is because time doesn't always work for him like it works for us. One day is like a thousand days, a thousand days is like a day, and he wants to make sure everybody who's going to come to Christ comes to Christ before he uh brings judgment. And so uh sometimes it's a little bit of both. I think Bryant and you've alluded to this already in our conversation, sometimes when we think of the inevitability of our passing, you can have almost a reaction that says, well, look, I mean, it doesn't matter if I eat two pounds of bacon a day and sit on the couch watching Netflix or if I go out and run a marathon. Uh, Either way, the result is going to end up being the same. And I think sometimes people can feel a sense of hopelessness in terms of how they live their life either for or not for Christ. Well, if it's all going to end up this way, I may as well just really get out there and get after it uh, and and sort it all out in the end. Yeah, and I think uh, 
you know, one, one of the things that we believe as followers of Jesus is um, that, that our relationship with him is full on based on his grace and what he's done. But at the same time, the, the scripture teaches that, like, what we do now matters, like, not in terms of salvation, our relationship with Jesus, but what we do matters, like, it has an impact. And even in regard to just, I take it down to, again, the really, really practical day-to-day, um, that, like, I just believe when you're living in the rhythm of what he's got for your life and the fact that he does have a destiny for you, like, he does have a calling, you're where you are for a reason, and I think when you sync up and live with the rhythm of that, like, your life is better, mm. and so... Uh, I think we have every reason to live day to day, not with this inevitability or fatalistic view. But, yeah, at some point um, there's going to be a transition. And um, if I'm a follower of Jesus, like the best is yet to come. But um, and, until then, living with the, yeah, I don't have forever, but, man, I've got – there is something right now to I want to experience full-on life, and, and I want to live a life that um, matters, you know. And uh, I think that's practically – it's really all about our perspective, and we have that kind of perspective. I think it changes everything, you know? Well, we're so excited, um, Bryant, to hear more from you on topics like this with Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, which soon is to come to uh, weekdays, evenings at 630 here on Faith Talk, 570, 910, FM 102.1. And, Bryant, I'm sure that you, and I know your, your dad is a pastor, you've been with a number of people who've been at the end of life, who uh, mm-hmm. the veil between... Uh, the here and the hereafter has grown very, very thin. One of the things that I've observed in my own life as I get older, I always wondered, like, you know, it's you meet so many old people, and it's like they're all angels. They all just, you know, they're just doing everything right. And you're like, how can they can't have? How did that happen? You know, I mean, everybody's this sweet old lady or this sweet old guy. And, and the thing that I've I've kind of observed as I get older is that I do have more of a sense that this is not forever, that while it's maybe not time for the sun to go down, that maybe it's early autumn. And you do tend to uh, think more more deeply about not just how you've acted and the things you've done, the things you haven't done, but how you've treated people over time. Have you noticed when you work with people who are older who are or who are really, they're drawing close, they're the next one getting on the roller coaster that, that that's a, a realization for them maybe that they didn't have in their younger years? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is um, there's a wisdom that, that comes with that. There's a clarity that um, a lot of times we miss. Um, I miss until you get um, into that, that place in life. And the reality is, like, life is just as fragile at any point. Um, you know, I've, you, probably many listening, have experienced um, people long before they get to you know, their golden years that, you know, their life is cut short. So the reality is life is fragile at any point. Mm. We don't have any control over it, but there, but when you get, you know, in those later years, there's just a wisdom and a clarity that, that oftentimes we don't have of this really is fragile. It's not going to last much longer. And again, go back to that verse we referenced at the beginning. I think that that's Psalm 95. Like you don't have to wait till you get to that point to live like that and to gain that kind of wisdom. Usually it's people that are older but I think at any stage of life, like this verse is an invitation to number your days now. Like realize that um, that really could be true for you at any season of your life. You know, I had a, a brother that 27 um, went to be with Jesus, and you don't expect a 27-year-old that, you know, that's a short life. And so um, it, it's fragile at any point. And so I think we have the opportunity to live in such a way that um, 
I'm not going to wait till I get to that point that to live with that kind of clarity, you know, but you're absolutely right. Like there's just a wisdom that comes with, I don't have a lot of time left, you know, and um, I'm going to maximize the time that I do have. And I think that's healthy. Well, man, thank you for your insight as a pastor, Bryant Golden uh, from Unfiltered Radio. And we're so excited that Bryant, you could join us and we're excited to start having you I believe it now. Help me because we're just on the phone. Is it in er, yeah. first week of October? You're coming on five days a week. It is. Yeah, first week of October. Uh, yeah, Monday through Friday every week uh, at six thirty from six thirty to seven. So, uh, yeah, we're we're pumped about it. We're really excited. Well, we're excited too, and I've had a chance to listen through a number of your messages, and I think our listeners are going to be blessed. I think this is something that's going to bring a level of uh, freshness to what we have here on the radio. Bryant, we're so excited for you and your church family there at Centerpoint, man. Thanks a lot, Bill. I really appreciate it, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Bryant. Earlier today, we gave away a family four-pack of tickets for the movie The Favorite, starring Luke uh, Bernard, John Schneider, the Dukes of Hazzard was a part of that movie, and it's in theaters now. We actually have tickets to give away a little bit later on as well, and you're going to have a chance to hear a very special conversation with Daniel and Luke we had about the movie The Favorite and what it means to them on a personal level and what it could mean to you as well as you help lead somebody to Christ. That's coming up next on The Bill Carl Show. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Republican chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Chuck Grassley, says a woman who's accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexual assault has yet to confirm whether she is willing to testify under oath publicly on Monday as requested about her allegation. Meanwhile, President Trump says he feels, in his words, terribly for Kavanaugh as he faces that accusation. It involves alleged activity that would have taken place almost 40 years ago. It was just brought out this week by Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee. The president says he's prepared to impose a 25 percent tax on an additional $267 billion in Chinese imports. New tariffs would be a response to Beijing's announcement that it's retaliating against the Trump administration's imposition of a 10 percent tax on $200 billion of Chinese imports to begin on Monday. On Wall Street, the Dow was up 184 points, the Nasdaq up 63. This is SRN News. This is Jim Daly of Focus on the Family for townhall.com. Those who oppose Judge Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court are up to their tricks again. News broke last week that Senator Dianne Feinstein of California had been holding on to a letter from a woman alleging that Judge Kavanaugh, when he was in high school, had assaulted her. Assault is a serious matter, but do Democrats really want to play this game? Is every senator who opposes Judge Kavanaugh willing to put his or her high school record out there for scrutiny? Why did Senator Feinstein wait to reveal the letter until after the confirmation hearings and just a day before the committee was scheduled to vote? I'm sorry, but this is nothing short of character assassination for all of us to see, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. I'm Jim Daly. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. Saturday mornings at 1030. Join us for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. That was their answer. Evolution. (laughs) Evolution. It just evolved that way. And that's kind of the all-purpose explanation when you don't know something. Oh, evolution explains it. It's it's kind of a, a, a placeholder for ignorance. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Online at com. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. Being an all-pro dad is the greatest thing a man can do. But there's one kind of all-pro dad who stands above them all, and that's a foster dad. There's no greater hero than the man who steps up to foster a child. Totally unselfish, totally extraordinary. Only 6 in 10,000 will step up to help a child with no home. Put yourself to this test. Are you willing to take a step toward being a truly great man? Learn more. For the four joys of fostering, go to allprodad.com. Welcome back to the Bill Carl Show here on this Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Just a reminder, you can go to letstalkfaith.com today and sign up to get your name in the drawing for a trip to Israel with none other than Dr. Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory weekday mornings at 730 here on Faith Talk. At the very least, when you go, you can download a free copy of his Elijah map. That really does go a long way to chronicling Uh, The life of Elijah, the events that took place as God worked in his life uh, throughout the nation of Israel, and see that both visually and understand it in terms of the chronological context. So download that today, and you could possibly go into the Holy Land with Dr. Robert Jeffress. So last year, I went to meet uh, with a number of uh, pastors uh, and some folks from Somebody Cares Tampa Bay, and every year we do a feature with them around Easter time. Uh, called uh, uh, Seek God for the City. And I sat with Pastor Dr. Daniel Bernard, and we talked about that. And then I said, hey, listen, I, I need you to come over to the studio and record some things. And he said, I can't. What do you mean? We're making a movie. I was really? He goes, yeah, we're making a movie. And uh, John Schneider is in it from the Dukes of Hazard. I said, no, really? He goes, yeah, in fact, we're going to be over here. We're trying to get all the craft services together, and so we're making this movie. Well, that movie is coming out, and it is called The Favorite. And uh, what a story it is. It is the really inspired by events that took place in the writer and the producer's life, Luke Bernard, after a near-fatal car accident, which really resulted in a, in a huge miracle. So to talk about that today is Dr. Daniel Bernard, the producer of the movie, and Luke Bernard, the producer and the writer. And, guys, I had a chance to just – I viewed the, the trailer a, a couple of different times, and it's a 
great looking movie. I'm looking forward. Now you're hitting theaters with it this week, right? Am I right? Nope. We are in theaters. You are in theaters now. now. Okay. Can go right now. Where to? to See it. Uh, Any any Regal Theater in the Tampa Bay area. We are in. We're in a Studio Movie Grill in Tampa, mm-hmm. uh, and then we're we're in the the Cobb Theaters in Tampa Bay area as well. So we're in there, and if uh, people if they go to uh, thefavoritemovie.com, you'll see a tab out there that says theaters and tickets, where you can see what theaters we're in and um, way to purchase your ticket. Yeah, and if they're in the Riverview area, that's showing at uh, the, the Escape. Okay. Uh, in Riverview. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, that website is thefavoritemovie.com. And have a look. Uh, check out the, the just that trailer they have there. And then find the theater closest to you, Regal Theater. Uh, Cobb, you talked about the Studio studio Grill? Studio Movie Grill. Studio Movie Grill. Uh, they're doing it as well. So just talk about, I, I, first of all, set the stage for us. Uh, what were the events that led you to make this movie, to, to be, begin to even conceive the script for this? Well, I, <laughs> well, it, it's it's inspired by my near-fatal car accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out in L.A. pursuing to be an actor, and even though I was raised in a Christian home, my father's a minister, I, I was struggling, and uh, I was had this perception that I had to be this perfect Christian to be loved and right with God. So I knew I was supposed to, so I would strive for that. I still went to church in my young adult group, but when I was out with my friends, I felt like I couldn't be that way all the time, and so I did what they did, and they drank, so I drank. Mm -hmm. And I was the funny drunk, and everybody loves the funny drunk because he's entertaining. Uh, So that was a battle that was going on not knowing where I belong and fit in and struggling with thinking that God didn't really love me because I wasn't this perfect Christian. Then I'm in this car accident, uh, two broken vertebrates, uh, facial fractures, my rib fractures, and removal of a four-by-five-inch piece of my skull to remove two blood clots mm-hmm. and allow my brain to swell because I suffered traumatic brain injury. Um uh, medically, I was a GCS of three with a Glasgow coma scale of three with dilated and fixed pupils. And so those in medical staff, they know that um, that's pretty much you're I'm, on the way out. I'm dead pretty much. And it would be a miracle if I live in a vegetative state. But here I am speaking with you. So mm. obviously uh, I was healed miraculously. And so that changed my perception about God and his love for me and for all of us. And that's what inspired me to write this this movie script and um it's inspired by my realization and my healing Mm -hmm. so it's really and it's interesting Uh, by the way we're talking with uh luke bernard the producer and writer of the favorite which is out in theaters now and his dad daniel bernard dr daniel bernard you probably know him from somebody cares tampa bay also uh the producer of this movie so as I was reading through the the bio and just trying to get my head wrapped around it, that was it said inspired by real life events. And I thought, well, I know Dr. Bernard, but I don't know his family really well. Are there two brothers who were at odds with each other? I mean, how does this thing work? And you kind of explained it pretty quickly before we jumped on the air that really 
it's the story of you kind of being trying to be a perfectionist, but also the real you and trying to bring that all together. Am I, am I getting close to the mark? It's, it's pretty much correct. It's basically it was the the two sides of me that were were struggling to uh, to fit in. Uh, one was, you know, trying striving to be this perfect Christian. The other one was, you know, striving to be liked by his friends sure you know so so it's kind of like the picks of those those two parts of me and uh in, in a way uh obviously being a movie it's not that, sure. that right. blunt but uh yes so so but it this all came from a dream that i had uh and uh because of my traumatic brain injury i was struggling to sleep at night but one night i fell into a deep sleep and i had a vivid dream about these two brothers and one brother was you know this this guy that everyone loved and liked and he went to church he's an athlete he's the good guy yeah he's the good guy and the other brother there was a sibling rivalry he's like why does everybody like him i don't want to be around with him go to church i don't want to do any of that and they're driving and a car accident happens mm-hmm. and this is all my dream it was so vivid and real and mr popular had all the same injuries that happened with me and the same miraculous healing that happened with me no more broken vertebrates all those things and the other brother he had the same awakening Hmm. that he's loved just the way he is and i woke up the next morning i was super excited because i slept out sleep at night because of my (laughs) brain injury but i was more excited about this this dream i had i Hmm. felt like this is supposed to be a movie i'm supposed to write a movie script and my parents they they like oh write into a script Luke write it into a script thinking oh is it gonna help him with his recovery because right. I just finished my rehabilitation so Daniel you were just like okay therapeutic <laughs> yeah I just thought it's, this is gonna be good for therapy write it down that kind of thing and then you know I don't think he's ever written more than fifteen pages in his life he's a graduate from UCF but all of a sudden like a month later and eighty eight pages later we got this story and I read it I said wow you know this is something I shared it with a couple of people I knew had produced movies and he said you know this has got legs on it. I said, really? And so, you know, we, so the basis of the of the story continued to be the same. But, you know, like any script, it goes through a bunch of a lot of massaging, a lot of changes. I had one uh, a good friend of ours, Dave DeBoard. He said, you know, it's like it's like you frame the house and then after that you move a lot of furniture. So, well, we move the furniture a lot of times. <laughs> but basically the story remained the same all throughout. And uh, and so here it is. There's a dream that he had, uh, you know, becomes a script, which has become a movie. And so it's just. I mean, the hand of God is all over this thing, so it's it's incredible. And it's so powerful with the family dynamics, the father-son relationships you're, that you're going to see, and, and just family, you know, the, and, and, and like Luke shares is that, you know, the, the premise of the movie is regardless of your family dynamics, background, whatever, God says you're his favorite. So we tell people, you know, the father sent his favorite so we all can become his favorites, and that's really the message of the movie uh, and, and, and because of that, we're really wanting Christians to really think and use this as a means to reach the unsaved because there is such a powerful, authentic, and raw salvation scene in this movie that they want to, that, I mean, that'll bring you to tears. Uh, so, in fact, I tell women, I said, it's a guy film that women love and that millennia, that, uh, that, that makes women cry, but millennials love. Mm. So, 
Uh, it's a four out of five tissue movie, guys. So it's it's uh, it, it's really it's it's really powerful. Well, maybe you have that one friend that you have trouble sharing the Lord with. Exactly. Or you're just looking for that in, and you could just take him to this movie. It's called The Favorite. It's uh, on screens all around the Tampa Bay area. You can learn more at thefavoritemovie.com. For the cost of a movie ticket, and maybe a, a bucket of popcorn and a Coke. Uh, you could see somebody, somebody come to know the Lord. And, you know, you guys really, I mean, first of all, I know Dave DeBoard, great guy, great talent. And you've had a lot of folks involved with this who are just uh, stellar writers and producers. But here was kind of the the big one for me when you said you had John Schneider coming in to the, do this movie. Now, listen, I, I have friends who have sent me movies they've produced, and some of them are not so great. You want to be encouraging, but you're just kind of like, oh, it's not that great. There's really, you know. But you guys got some top flight folks involved with that. How do you do that? How do you get a John Schneider and a UFC welterweight champion like Tyrone, Tyron Woodley to come in and do this with you? Yeah, I mean, he just defended his title Saturday, and um, so it's pretty amazing. Well, you know, it, it's just, again, you pray, and, and just the hand of God was on it. I we, we stumbled across this casting director who has really never casted a movie before, but then she, but uh, but but she's been an assistant casting director, mm-hmm. so we gave her an opportunity to, be, to actually be a casting director, and so it just happened that she met this other guy who actually had done a film that went straight to DVD with John Schneider, and when we were hiring him to be a part of the crew, and and so I talked to him, he gave me John Schneider's manager's number, and we worked out a deal, wow. you know, and uh, John was real humble. I mean, he kept his cost down, you know, for him, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and then and then we had a Christian stunt coordinator. You know, obviously we're doing MMA, and that's a cool thing, too, because when you say MMA, you don't say church. So, that, you know, this automatically is going to help get some, you know, unsafe folks there. Mm-hmm. But he goes like, you know, so we said, yeah, we, you know, according to SAG rules, we're going to need an M- we're going to need a stunt coordinator. And so, you know, you know, send in your stuff. Let's check it out. And so we said yes to him. And he said, hey, how would you like to have the welterweight champion of the world in your movie? He said, I know him. And I said, no way. I said, of course we want to have him. And so he picked up the phone, and, and, and the amazing thing is that Ty was doing a – he had a, uh, another title fight, and it was like three days later he was going to have to fly and be a part of this. So we all had to pray that he would win and that he would not get hurt. And sure enough, he won, didn't get hurt, and he was there on set three days after his title fight. about that? It was amazing. Yeah, we got other, we've got Jeff Hardy, who's a three-time WWE champion mm-hmm. in there. People know Jeff Hardy. He's been around him and the Hardy brothers, and – Another famous, uh, well, well-known uh, MMA fighter called Uriah Hall. Oh, I know who. Yeah, I know who that is. So, I mean, it's just amazing how God has brought this together for you guys. The movie is called The Favorite. Daniel Bernard is with us, and Luke Bernard, the producer and the writer. We're going to continue this conversation coming up in just a few minutes here on Faith Talk five seventy nine ten and FM one hundred two point one. But before we do, why don't we just go ahead and give out a family four pack of tickets to The Favorite? You can win them right now. Be call number three at 1-813-287-5700, 813-287-5700. That's in Hillsborough County. Uh, toll free if you want to win tickets to The Favorite, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And uh, we'll get you hooked up. Again, that's for caller number three. And let me give you that phone number one more time. 813-287-5700. Some good news. Uh, the Favorite is playing at theaters around the Tampa Bay area. You can learn more at this website, thefavoritemovie.com.
Facebook.com. I'm Bill Carl. We'll be right back. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-776-6094. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. It's a great product. And the one thing I, I liked about it the most is that when you open the bottles, you can smell like the, the scent of the fruits and veggies. It's no genius thing to it. It's really just fruits and veggies, which everyone needs. And they kind of, you guys kind of put it in a way where you can take it easy and you can get it, and it's natural, and, and that's what I like about it. You know, I like the product, and uh, I've taken it, and, and it's, it's definitely made me feel a lot better. You know, I am a healthy person to begin with, uh, but it's it's a it's definitely good prevention, and uh, it's definitely gives me energy, and I feel like it's a natural thing. I like it. I really do. For a limited time, use discount code NOW to receive a 50% discount on your first preferred whole health system and have it shipped to you free. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. Again, use discount code NOW. How would you like to win a trip for two to Israel with Pastor Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory? A trip to the Holy Land will make the words of the Bible come alive for you and transform how you study God's Word. You will create memories that will last a lifetime. And I promise you will encounter the Lord in a way you've never experienced before. Just log on to our station website and you could win the experience of a lifetime with Pastor Jeffress. As a bonus, when you log on, you'll 
also receive a free copy of the Elijah map from Pastor Jeffress that shows the incredible Holy Land journeys of the prophet Elijah and the significance of the major milestones in his life. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. So log on today and you may be following in Elijah's footsteps soon. Enter to win a free trip to Israel with Dr. Robert Jeffress at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back to the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk, 570, 910, FM 102.1. Uh, in just a moment, Daniel and Luke Bernard continue our conversation about the movie The Favorite. You can learn more at thefavoritemovie.com. Yeah, but first, this reminder, pastor, seats are filling up pretty quick for our pastor's appreciation luncheon. It's coming up October 11th at Armature Works in Tampa, and you can RSCP for this free event at letstalkfaith.com. It really is just going to be an amazing time. So jumping back uh, with Daniel and Luke, and Daniel, focusing with you on the movie The Favorite, which is really a story that runs pretty close to real life for you and your family, uh, and just, you know, really kind of getting in depth uh, to some of those dynamics. What's that like kind of seeing maybe some of the the intimacies or some of the things? Did you read that script and go, oh, boy, I, I kind of remember that moment. That wasn't the best moment. Or what What happened? Well, you know, as, we, as you read through it, you go, yeah, you know, that's kind of like, you know, so I, I can see not that he wrote it like that or whatever, but I could see I could see myself and both, uh, uh, you know, the, the good and bad. I mean, uh, you know, I guess, yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of more of a task person, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so, yeah, I could have been better with my relationships. And you'll see that a little bit in this father, you know, and uh, and, and of course, well, I, he, Luke is one of six children. So the whole idea of favoritism was always a part of our family. Like, sure. Who's the, who's the favorite this month? And, uh, <laughs> hey, so, you got yeah, to eat. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was like that. So, but, you know, you go through it and you look. And that's what everybody does. They watch the film and they think about their relationship. Sure. And they're thinking back like, ooh, you know. And, and, and but, you know, now me, and it may have been my age, my, my age group and so forth, but, you know, uh, you'll see a part of the film where the dad communicates. Mm. And, and it's so powerful. Um and it's probably for so many people, it's the best scene of the film. Uh, everybody has her. But when when the dad communicates his love and affection for his son, mm-hmm. and it's such a such a great scene. And because you know, so many um, guys my age, my my dad never told me flat out, you know, to my face, "Hey, son, I love you." Mm-hmm. And that never happened to me. Uh, so finding out that that, that that's a true with a lot of a lot of guys my age that their fathers just you know had trouble trouble actually just communicating that and so when you see this film and when you see that scene uh and it's i mean there's so much drama and like i mean it's almost like some people like it's a four out of five tissue movie you know it's a, you're, you're really impacted you know in a, in a very powerful way so and that's the thing it's really cost across you know everybody deals with favoritism whether you're a christian or non-christian sure. it speaks to everybody everybody realizes it and uh, so it's been it, it, so in that sense, you know, I said a lot of things that I dealt with as, as a father and some of the things I say, like, yeah, that was me. I kind of messed up like that, too. I, I can identify with the movie is called The Favorite. You can learn more at the favorite movie dot com. And I can tell that's very impactful for you. And I appreciate you uh, sharing that. And really, maybe there's a moment of grace where both of you have to look at that story and your family and go, we we release that. We're going to let that story do what it's supposed to do for people that we don't even know. Luke, what has this meant for you now that you've kind of gone through this whole process and 
Hey, this thing is up on the big screen now. What did, what do you feel like? What did you feel like the first time you sat back after it was all edited and and sat in front of a screen and watched that? What was that like for you? Um, that's that's a difficult question for me, uh, in the sense that, um, well, I. I was thoroughly involved through this whole process mm-hmm. where I provided um, all the editors um, notes and direction of things to cut out. So I probably – I saw the film more than probably anyone sure. because I would watch it all the way through and give my notes. They would jump to those sections and, and make edits, send back. I would watch through the whole thing again. So, So – I guess I guess I my eyes are extremely uh, tainted because I'm <laughs> I'm looking at it of, of things to change and I know what was taken out and what's put in, but um, well, opening night that is probably the night I really just sat back to just enjoy it as an audience member, and um, it was. Uh, it was it was emotional. Mm. It was emotional because because it's not just something that I wrote. Because everyone says it's, your your script is your baby, but you didn't just, just write a story. I it's something that was real for me. Mm. Something that I like really experienced, and so it was just so. It was so real and authentic, and and I, I hope that's that's what gravitates to people that when they see this, that it's the story is so so real, and they can relate to to these characters. And and so far from what I hear from people is that's exactly what's taking place. They they can relate to this main character, um, and when I watch it as. I, I people were worried through production and all that stuff that I I about my car accident things like that. But because of my brain injury, I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I remember of how I was um, spiritually with the Lord and coming to the realization of His love. And so that's what really um, brought me to kind of emotional watching it, um, just wow. being without the Lord and not knowing His love, and then the realization of how much he loves me mm. and, and all of us. And so that's that's really what um, really got me. Amen. Uh, Luke Bernard and Daniel Bernard joining us, talking about the movie that they uh, produced and that Daniel, or rather Luke, wrote called The Favorite in theaters now around the Tampa Bay area. You can learn more at thefavoritemovie.com. That's thefavoritemovie.com. Uh, more to come on the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk 57910 and FM 102.1. Thanks for listening. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump says he feels terribly for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, who's facing an allegation of sexual misconduct from his teen years. The president told a White House news conference that Kavanaugh deserves better treatment than he's receiving. I feel so badly for him that he's going through this, to be honest with you. I feel so badly for him. This is not a man that deserves this. And he blamed Democrats for waiting until the last minute to raise their concerns. Why didn't the Democrats bring it up then? Because they obstruct and because they resist. That's the name of their campaign against me. Mr. Trump said he hopes a public Senate hearing will take place so we can hear both sides. Greg Clugston, the White House. Meanwhile, Texas Senator John Cornyn says the Senate Judiciary Committee has not heard back about whether Kavanaugh's accuser, Christine Ford, will testify next week. Dr. Ford's lawyer has refused to respond to um, invitations to participate in a bipartisan process, which is traditional in judicial uh, nominations either responding to the staff for an interview or even the invitation to come testify on Monday. Officials are distributing food, water, and tarps in Wilmington, North Carolina, which remains mostly cut off by floodwaters from Hurricane Florence. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says he knows it's been a rough time for hundreds of thousands of residents who've had to evacuate or are living without power. I know for many people this feels like a nightmare that just won't end. I know many people are tired of the present and are scared of the future. But please know, we will not give up on you. The death toll rose to at least 34 in three states with 26 fatalities in North Carolina. It was a good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 184 points. The Nasdaq rose 63, the S&P advanced 15, oil up 94 cents to 69.85 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Pat Boone here again for Relief Factor, the company that's helping thousands of people, just like my wife Shirley and me, deal with all kinds of occasional aches and pains. For years, Shirley struggled with her neck and her shoulder pain kept her from sleeping through the night. A lot of people, just like Shirley, struggle with aches and pains due to aging or exercise. Why don't you order the three-week quick start? It's now only $19.95, and let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Well, that grass isn't going to cut itself. I'll be outside. Wait, you're mowing the lawn in that? What? In your one-piece riding leathers? Yeah. Because you might fall off the push mower? Hmm, you're right. I should probably wear my helmet, too. Not what I meant. It's hard to be without your bike, so do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. With basic policies as low as $75 a year, you'll be back on the road in no time. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy not available in all states. A Russian reconnaissance aircraft was shot down by Syria forces responding to an Israeli airstrike, killing all 15 people aboard. 
What Russian President Vladimir Putin said Tuesday was a chain of tragic accidental circumstances. Military affairs analyst retired Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis says the incident shows that the airspace over Syria is a dangerous place. We have mechanisms for deconflicting. I know that uh, the U.S. forces speak with the Russian forces on a uh, daily basis to make sure that you know, we deconflict areas where our aircraft are going. Russia is blaming Israel for the crash saying the plane was caught in the crossfire as four Israeli fighters attacked targets in northwestern Syria. The Israeli military says its jets were already within Israeli airspace when the incident occurred. Israel offered condolences over the deaths of the Russian troops, but says it holds the Syrian government fully responsible. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Union Pacific plans to borrow some ideas from other major freight railroads as it works to improve its operations. The Omaha-Nebraska-based railroad says it will incorporate some of the operating principles that have led to dramatic improvements in the profitability of rival CSX. Former CSX CEO Hunter Harrison streamlined operations at the Eastern Railroad before his death last year. He had used the same model at CSX that he incorporated successfully at Canadian Pacific and Canadian National Railroads. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting... Union Pacific said it will work to minimize its use of locomotives and reduce the time cars sit idle. It will release more details of its plan later this week. UP spokeswoman Kristen South said the new plan is needed to continue improving the railroad's profitability. Harrison's legacy was that he instituted among the four railroads that he oversaw throughout his career what is called Precision Scheduling Railroad, which usually meant longer trains. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour is brought to you by EDI Travel. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, welcome to the five o'clock hour here on Faith Talk 57910 FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl. This would be the Bill Carl Show. And as we take a look at the headlines, of course, Florence continues to dominate the landscape nationally. Flooding has become the big concern, and I don't think here in Florida we're surprised at how that happens. It's not just the wind. It's not just the destruction of the actual storm. It's what comes after as that storm has moved through and dumped just a ton of rain on the Carolinas and Virginia, continues to move up through the south and the west, and uh, will continue to cause problems for those in its path. Of course, we certainly encourage you uh, to join us in supporting those in need in prayer and with tangible gifts. A couple of ways you can do that. One, the American Red Cross, listen, they do a great job. They're on the spot, very good with relief. I would say uh, institutions like Samaritan's Purse are worth your time to investigate. We'll be talking more in the weeks to come about Save the Children and the work that they do in areas like that and any number of reputable organizations. Just be very, very careful of who you give to. Maybe check them out on Charity Navigator. Make sure that they have what it takes to make a difference. Sometimes people have good intentions, and they'd be better off, uh, unfortunately, writing a check than trying to to get after that with some plywood and some nails. But uh, those are some places that you can continue to take a look at. Here in the Tampa Bay area, still some big issues with red tide. That has since moved. It used to be earlier in the summer down Manatee, uh, Collier, Lee counties, Sarasota counties was where that was causing the biggest problem. And now it looks like red tide has become more of an issue for Pinellas County. And already 
receiving reports up and down the Pinellas County coastline of dead fish washing up on the shore, that stink. And uh, we're just praying that the weather will come along soon, cool down and break all of that up and move it on out of there. It really, it doesn't just damage our noses. It's not just an eyesore on the beaches. But for business owners who rely on tourist dollars, especially at a time of the year when it's slow, uh, this is just a crucial issue. And so our prayers go out to them. And for our Jewish brothers and sisters, today is Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Jews around the world taking time, beginning at sundown, to fast, to pray, to atone, uh, to ask for forgiveness. Here to talk about that with me from a perspective of a, a Jewish Christian approach, from that of a Messianic Jewish approach, is our friend Rabbi Stephen Weiler. You hear him Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. here on Faith Talk with the program Heart of Messiah. He's also the lead rabbi for the Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues with locations around the Tampa Bay area. Rabbi Weiler, thanks for joining us uh, this afternoon. And as the sun prepares to set here, not too long from now, and you begin Yom Kippur, tell us what that means and reflect on that uh, for our listeners who may not be familiar with that particular observance at all. Absolutely. Well, it's a a pleasure to do this. Uh, Yom Kippur, as you mentioned, is Day of Atonement. It's part of the uh, appointed times or holy days uh, of God found in Leviticus 23. Um, And in these uh, appointments or holy days or feast days, uh, it really shows the full redemptive program of God. Yom Kippur in particular, uh, the way it is uh, uh, celebrated, I guess celebrated is really the wrong word, but mm-hmm. the way we, um, what we do traditionally is we fast, because the scripture does say that we are to uh, humble ourselves, to uh, really, um, this is the most somber and holiest of days on the Jewish calendar. And so as we humble ourselves, as, as we um, deny our flesh, so to speak, uh, it was always considered that that would mean fasting. So we fast for 24 hours, no food. We have services tonight uh, at uh, 7.30. We have services all day starting uh, tomorrow at 11. Uh, we will... Uh, at, at Shoresh David in Tampa, what we're going to do is we'll have our basic service, and we'll, then we'll have at 1 or one thirty what is called a Yisker service, which is remembering people who have passed away. And then after that, we're going to actually have a foot washing. And after that, we're going to have prayer and testimony and study. And after that, we have from 6 to 7, uh, what we call is the final service, the Nila service. And then we're going to have the Lord's Supper before we break fast around 7.15 or 7.30. So that's how our entire 24 hours will be spent. For Jews around the world, when the sun goes down this evening, it represents the beginning of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Bringing a Christ perspective to that is Rabbi Stephen Weiler of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. You can learn more at shereshdavid.org. S-H-O-R-E-S-H, David.org is how that's spelled. Rabbi Weiler, we know that uh, as Christ followers that Yeshua has died for our sins, has atoned for our sins, 
How does that influence your perspective on Yom Kippur? Well, I think it, it strengthens it because we see the faithfulness of God, the requirement that God had to uh, give us some way to atone for our sins dates back to, you know, pretty much the beginning, but certainly uh, in Exodus and Leviticus we see this brought out. And to know that Yeshua, Jesus, is the fulfillment and the, the last sin offering uh, for atonement, that once we believe in him, we have our atonement forever, it, it just strengthens our faith and, and just really allows us to know uh, about God's faithfulness. Thank you so much, Rabbi. I appreciate that. Rabbi Stephen Weiler joining us from Sharesh David Messianic Synagogue. Their South Tampa location is on El Prado, just to the uh, east of Manhattan. It's right around the block from, from the Carl household. And I've seen Rabbi Weiler out a number of times, but they have uh, locations around the Tampa Bay area. You can learn more at shoreshdavid.org. That's shoreshdavid.org, S-H-O-R-E-S-H, david.org, uh, to simplify that. And as our Jewish brothers and sisters, again, who are in Christ, uh, observe Yom Kippur, our hearts are with them. Well, our friends at Focus in the Family, of course, for years have been known for being there for families. Of course, Focus heard weekday mornings at 7 a.m. here on Faith Talk, 570, 910, FM 102.1. They've also for years provided programming for kids. And one of the big shows uh, that I used to play when I was a young DJ for all the kiddos was Adventures in Odyssey. And, of course, the wise mentor in that program was Wit, John Henry Whitaker, uh, the storekeeper there in that world of Odyssey. And uh, our friends at Focus have come up with a new set of books that take a look at the life of the young Wit and what it was like for him. It's kind of a prequel. It was like one of the last Indiana Jones movies that really kind of more showed him as a kid and how he became Dr. Jones. So a great opportunity to recap that character, to introduce him to a whole new generation of children. And in a generation where we're much more disposed to tap slide and sit in front of our mobile devices, to actually sit and read a book is so healthy for children and so healthy for us as well. We're going to talk with the authors of that new book series when we come back here in just a moment on Faith Talk 570. 910 and FM 102.1. And I believe we have one more family four-pack to give away. That's right, for the movie The Favorite in theaters now around the Tampa Bay area, written, produced in this community, uh, acted by guys like John Schneider and uh, brought to the screen by our friend Dr. Daniel Bernard at Somebody Cares Tampa Bay. Family four-pack for you right now. Just go ahead and call this. Be the first caller at 813 287 5700-813-287-5700 and we'll go ahead and put that pack in your hands 813-287-5700 I'm Bill Carl back with more of the Bill Carl Show here coming up on Faith Talk 57910 and FM 102.1 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Amen. Take a look. When fighting for what you believe in, there can be consequences. Dad, something happened. But sometimes, it takes a fall to know where you stand. I don't care if you're an MMA fighter. You're my son. Benjamin, you are my son, and I love you. I love you too, Dad. The Favorite. Rated PG-13. For tickets and locations, go to thefavoritemovie.com. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at SaveChildrenToday.org. That's SaveChildrenToday.org. The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to Godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at Godvine.com. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces there were kings and queens followed by princes and princesses. There were future power people throwing love to the loveless, shining a light because they wanted it seen. Well, there were cries of why, followed by cries of why not. I cannot reach.
reach out for you if that feels good to me. And the riders will not stop us, cause the only love they'll find is paradise. No, the riders will not stop us, cause the only love they'll find is paradise. Welcome back to the Bill Carl Show here on Faith Talk 57910, FM 102.1. When I first started in radio a gajillion years ago, I often worked uh, overnights uh, from Friday night into Saturday morning. And sometimes I would come in Saturday mornings and it would be like, oh, 5 a.m. And I would stay through till noon. And during that time, I was introduced to a radio program that I absolutely grew to adore because it, and not only did it have a great lesson, it was a kid's program, but it was well produced and it was engaging and it was fun to listen to. Even as a young adult, I just thought, man, this is really, really good stuff. It was called Adventures in Odyssey and it featured a guy named Wit uh, and uh, Wit's End. And uh, it was just, I mean, just the entertainment value was fantastic. So it's so cool that they've taken this and they've started a new book series for preteens called Young Wit. And here to talk about that are Phil Lawler and Dave Arnold. They are the uh, authors of this book and both have spent expensive time, ex- expensive, <laughs> extensive time uh, with Focus in the Family and Adventures in Odyssey. Guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, you are very welcome. Glad to be here. Uh, what I love about this idea, this uh, preteen book series that you guys have just started out with, the book is called The Trader's Treasure, Treasure, is it gets kids off of their iPads and puts a book in their hand or maybe a downloadable book, but they're actually reading instead of just, you know, building another giant building in Minecraft world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're excited about the book uh, for that very reason as well. It's really important to get kids to get back into physical books, you know, if, if they can read, read those things and, uh, and, and get their minds expanded. The, uh, the problem with the, the screens, of course, is that they, they tend to limit our attention span. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really great to be able to just to immerse yourself into a good story, into a good book. Oh, I and, was, uh, yeah. We're hoping about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just thrilled the other day. I came home and my son was walking up the steps and he held up a paper book at me. And he was, look, I'm reading this book, and I mean, my heart soared. I was like, look, it's made of paper, <laughs> you know, uh, because it, it means that you're, like you're saying, they're just kind of diving into that. And also, I think the world that was created in Adventures and Odyssey is such a great world because it doesn't ignore the the hard parts of our world. It doesn't ignore sin. It doesn't ignore when things go wrong. And yet it's a world where we can see Christ at work. What moved you guys to bring that world back again and kind of put it together with Young Wit and the Trader's Treasure? Well, we've been talking about doing a, a, a series on Young Wit, and we've done a couple of stories on the audio uh, series on Wit when he was a child. But uh, it's always been a part of, uh, in the back of our minds, to to create a book series on it. And uh, Phil sort of uh, pr- uh, pushed an idea back in the early uh, the 2000s, and if for some reason it just wasn't the right timing. Mm-hmm. And then um, about uh, two, two, three years ago, Phil and I got together and we brainstormed a little bit and thought, how much fun would this be to work on this together as a team? Because both Phil and I, like you said, have been pretty much with the series 
since it started 31 years ago. So we know the character really well. And uh, to be able to, to, to work together in tandem and develop his backstory and explain how he became the person that ultimately uh, he became, um, it, was, it was an exciting uh, creative challenge for us. And uh, so we actually start back when John is nine years old. Uh, he's just a young whippersnapper, and, and he's full of energy and uh, a bit cantankerous and a bit mischief mm-hmm. and, and not even a believer yet. We, we, we decided very intentionally to make sure that we started this before John Avery Whitaker had any faith in Christ at all. Even though he came from a Christian heritage, his, his, uh, his parents were believers, his grandparents were belie- strong believers, um, but when he lost his mom uh, and then his grandfather, who had a, was a big mentor in his life, it, it shook him. And so we start with, with, uh, with young Wit, uh, his name is Johnny, uh, first in the book. We start with him at a very vulnerable place in, in, in doubting the existence of God, mm. doubting the love of God, so that our readers can uh, go on that journey with him of redemption and see uh, the full story of how he became a man of faith, how he became a man of integrity, and, uh, and how he just f- was formed uh, into the faith that ultimately guided his entire life. The book is called The Trader's Treasure. It's the first installment, installment of a book series for pre-teens, preteens called Young Wit, and the authors are Phil Lawler and Dave Arnold. Guys, talk about, now that we've kind of talked about what the premise is and what we want our kids to get out of it and what we want them to see, uh, you know, when I go to my son, I'm not going to go, Zach, here's a, here's a book about how a young man, you know, comes to know that God is real. Uh, I'm going to say, son, here's a really cool book about this guy who, so set, this, set the plot line for us of The Trader's Treasure. treasure. Well, uh, the plot line is basically, again, John Avery Whitaker is a young man. He's nine, a young boy. He's nine years old. He's just moved into a new place, so he's unfamiliar. It's a, it's a new uh, town, a fictional town in North Carolina uh, called Providence. And, uh, by the way, uh, the, uh, Dave and I were talking about this this weekend, uh, the, the, this fictional town, mm. the place where we set it in North Carolina would be right in the path of the storm that's there. So we, are, we were, uh, we're, we're hoping and praying that everything is okay Amen. there with uh, our folks in North Carolina. Um, but uh, this is this is uh, him trying to navigate a brand new city, and that's really difficult. Uh, of course, as everybody knows, anybody who's moved to a new town knows. And then uh, uh, beyond that, he's ha- he has to deal with the bully. He has to deal with uh, with uh, being pretty, you know, one of the smartest people around. And not everybody likes the fact that he's ever, he's the smartest guy around. And then he also has to deal with uh, the fact that some people in the town don't like his ancestors. Uh, there's a mystery that's involved involving his ancestors uh, with uh, Confederate gold, uh. and uh, so it's a, he has to solve this mystery, and it, it, it's a very it's a really pretty intricate, intricately plotted mystery, uh, and he has to solve this mystery if they, in order to save uh, his family's reputation. So um, there's also a, another side plot, a big overarching plot that uh, that has a he has a he has a trunk with him that his grandfather gave him. And there's stuff inside of that trunk that is very mysterious and very, very important in the history and uh, the development of John Avery Whitaker. So it's a very, uh, very thick plot. Lots of stuff happens in this book. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's the idea that uh, you know, one of the things that I was just thinking about when Dave was talking a minute ago was uh, Johnny becomes a Christian and realizes that the Christian life 
it's not a rule book of don'ts. Mm-hmm. You often think that it is a rule book of don'ts. No, this is he, he understands that the Christian life is the most dynamic, fun, uh, amazing, incredible adventure anyone could ever go on. And he lives it to the fullest. And that's what we're that's what we're supposed to do. God created this earth for us to live it, live our lives and live the story that he's creating for us. And that's what that's what we do in the book as well. Well, the book is called The Trader's Treasure, and if you in any way, shape, or form followed Adventures in Odyssey, you definitely want to get hold of this. It really takes John Avery Whitaker and gives you kind of the the before story. It starts to lay out that backdrop of how he became who he becomes. And as guys, as I was just kind of looking over this and studying up, it reminded me of some of the uh, Indiana Jones movies where you get to see Indy as a boy, (laughs) and you figure out why is this guy so afraid of snakes, and there it is. So uh, so I think for so many people who've been faithful uh, to Adventures in Odyssey, it provides that. But it really is a standalone book, too, that I think folks would feel very comfortable giving to their to their kids. And uh, maybe as we get closer, I know we're not too close, but this could be your pre-holiday buy for the holiday right in the stocking or right yeah. under the, you know, to kind of put up. Uh, as a gift to your kids and give them something to do besides Minecraft and Fortnite. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I just want to kind of shift the conversation a little bit, guys. But before we do, where can we get this book right now? Are we able to get it right now? Yeah, you, you, the book released on September 4th. Um, it is available on the Focus on the Family bookstore. So just go to Focus on the Family online and you can get it there. Or you can get it through Amazon, of course, and through all of your local Christian bookstores. It's available uh, through all of those uh, all of those options, and it's available now. Book two is coming out um, in March of next year, and then book three follows in the fall, and then four and five will be uh, the following year. So two wow. uh, two day air. Yeah. Do you know? Do you already within your your overarching kind of theme? Do you kind of know how many books you feel like there is? I mean, how far this is going to go? Well, we've got we we were definitely doing five books. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on how much interest there is in the series, we'll uh, if, if there's more interest, we've got all kinds of ideas of things we can do with, with more stories. So uh, it just really depends on the appetite. So if people get out and buy it, we'll we'll create as many as we as the appetite demands. Mm. You know, guys, I, I want to kind of shift the conversation a, a little bit. One of the things that always stood out to me about uh, Adventures in Odyssey, and, and of course, any focused radio production, was the quality. I mean, and it's no accident. Both of you have extensive background <laughs> as writers and, and directors and sound designers and, and just really, you know, not just having an idea for a story, but actually knowing how to structure that. There's a way to do that. People don't just by accident make something great. One of the uh, I hate to say it, one of the pet peeves I've had while honoring the intentions of those who've done a lot in Christian media is there's a lot out of there that it's just not very good writing. It's just not very good acting. It's not very well put together. What do you feel like from the beginning has has set you guys apart and allowed you to kind of stick to a standard that maybe was ahead of its time within Christian media? Well, I, I think that uh, – thank you, first of all, thank you very much for, for saying that. That's very, very kind of you to say that. Uh, we really appreciate the the, uh, the thoughts. I, I think that uh, we just kind of had a, a, a real uh, devotion to wanting to tell stories well, uh, great stories well told. That's basically kind of been our motto from the very beginning. 
Um, there, there are a lot of different things that, that we talked about uh, during the course of cre- the creation of Adventures in Odyssey and the development of the series. Uh, one of the things that early, early on, uh, Dave reminded me this morning that we used to talk about was we took a Warner Brothers cartoon approach. Mm. So we had something in it for everybody. We had something in it for, for, mm. for young kids, for our target audience, uh, even their younger brothers and sisters. We had something in it for them, of course, and then we had something in it for their older brothers and sisters, and even the adults. We know that the adults are going to be listening too. Uh, if you have kids, you know that you know what what they're what they're playing in the car, what they're playing on their stereos, whatever. You're going to hear over and over again as their parents do. <laughs> so we might as well make it entertaining for them. And so we basically have taken an approach that uh, that really the standard we wanted the, the standard to be very very high on these. Um, and we wanted to deal with uh, problems that people are really going through, first of all, to create, uh, create really realistic characters. And then um, also not be afraid to take those characters and put them in real peril. Uh, take those characters and put them in real situations um, where they are facing a, a certain amount of um, crisis and, and peril. And uh, so we, we didn't want to be afraid of that. And I think that sometimes that, that happens in some of the other stuff that goes along. The other thing that happens is really difficult, and, I, and, I, and praise God for this. This is actually kind of a, a, a positive thing when you stop and think about it. And, and, and I don't know what it says about us, but um, when you become a Christian, you become a new creation. And when you're an artist, you still have to write the old creation. Mm. And it's really difficult to come up with realistic um, problems, realistic you know, villains, problems, and things like that. We want to say that those don't exist anymore. And, and, uh, and I think that one of the things that we have really tried to do is say, no, um, obstacles still exist, even though you've become a Christian, even though you are a new creature, you're, you're a new creation in Christ. Um, and it's all part of the, the grand story. I think we really try to embrace the idea that we are all stories. Mm. And, uh, and stories carry with them what? They carry with them peril. They carry with them obstacles. We all have goals and needs, dramatic needs that we want in our lives. We are living stories. And what we try to do is present those living stories on Adventures in Odyssey. And, uh, and I think that that's a, that's a really good way to look at life, as a matter of fact. You know, we are stories that are being, that we are writing our lives or stories that are being written with the Creator and uh, of the universe. And I, I, I think that, that that has helped me through a lot of stuff. Remember where you are in the story. Know where you are in the story. Know what comes next in the story. If you're in down times, if you're in rotten times or whatever, something going through really, really difficult times, well, think of great stories. What happens next? What happens next? You have to go through the valleys in order to get to the peaks, and the peaks prepare you to go through the next valley. That's mm. the idea, I think, behind what Adventures in Odyssey is really trying to do. I think at the very simple level, telling our stories in a winsome way, whether it's sharing that on a bus with somebody who just kind of asks you a question or Adventures in Odyssey and now The Trader's Treasure, which is the first installment of the book series Young Wit, story is everything. And it just means a lot to me that you guys are sharing these stories with us today. I'm talking with Phil Lawler and Dave Arnold, who have written this uh, series of books, beginning with The Trader's Treasure. You can learn more at FocusInTheFamily.com. And this book is now available in Christian bookstores, Amazon.com, and of course, the Focus website. Guys, on on just kind of an off note, and this kind of occurred to me just out of the blue. So you're writing back in the past, and here we are in 2018 with all these technological improvements. Were there moments during that writing process where you have to think, oh, wait a minute, we don't have that in this time. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. I mean, how do you kind of do that and get rid of all the stuff that is part of 
who we are now? Well, it is a little bit diff- difficult because most of the kids that read this book won't really understand the concept of not having VCRs and not having cell phones. And, you know, I mean, basically this, this when, when Witt was a young boy, we're talking, you know, the Great Depression was still going on. Mm. And, uh, and so we are, we are basically positioning this all in that period of time. And there was different language that was used. There were a, a lot of different things. It takes a lot of research to do that, first of all. And then it also just takes a, you know, the time to sort of craft it in a way so that even though you don't have the experiential knowledge of, of what those devices are, um, you can still understand it. So I, I find it quite fascinating, actually, to go back and, and, and set it there because it's, just, it, it's a very evocative time in our, in our country's culture well, and I'm- all of the things that people went through. Well, I appreciate you guys just coming on to talk about it. The book is called The Trader's Treasure. It's available now, the first installment of the book series called Young Wit, based on John Avery Whitaker, the character in Adventures in Odyssey. I'm Bill Carl. More to come next here on The Bill Carl Show. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Thanks, guys. the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says he feels terribly for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh as he faces a decades-old accusation of sexual assault. Mr. Trump says the judge is not a man that deserves this. Mr. Trump spoke Tuesday at a joint press conference with the president of Poland. Mr. Trump is also defending the nation's continuing trade deficits, arguing that he's only just started. Trump told reporters at a joint White House press conference that this is a process and that it takes a little time. Mr. Trump is also complaining that the U.S. has been ripped off by China, the European Union, and virtually every country that it does business with for far too long. It was a good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 184 points to 26,247. The Nasdaq rose by 63. The S&P advanced 15 Crude oil up 94 cents to close at $69.85 a barrel. More details at srnnews.com. Does one day of appreciation make a difference in the life of a pastor? I've got to tell you, this event, I look forward to it every year. This is the one time where, where every pastor knows they're loved. Absolutely. We've been loved on as pastors, and it just really has spoken to our spirit to encourage us to keep going and to keep moving forward and to do God's will. It's times like this that makes the difference. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day is coming up Thursday, October 11th at Armature Works in Tampa. Beginning with pastor's forums in the morning, a delicious luncheon, and a special message from Dr. Mark Bailey. Everything at this free event is planned to let pastors know we care. Plus, we have plenty of door prizes, gifts, and free ministry resources. I would have missed it for the world. Every year gets better and better. Faith Talk's Pastor Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th. Sponsored by EDI Travel and Word of Life. Pastor, RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. 
Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truth of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Bill Carl Show. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday. Uh, great show today. We've enjoyed our time today with our friends from Focus and the Family. And uh, certainly I enjoyed talking again with our friends from the movie, The Favorite, Dr. Daniel and his uh, son, Luke Bernard. Uh, John Schneider in that movie. Really worth time. In fact, um, I think we've got another pair of tickets to give away right now. Actually, a family four-pack of tickets to give away. If you and three of your beloved would like to go see the movie, The Favorite, I'll take the third caller at 813-287-5700. That's 813-287-5700. Or toll free, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. So those of you who head over to our Facebook page, by the way, on Facebook, just pop in WTBN and you'll find us. I posted a little video last week saying, um, if you have a question to ask a pastor Uh, Let me know about that. We will ask a pastor. We'll get you an answer. Uh, Some questions may seem silly to others, but they're meaningful to you, and we want to be a resource for you in that area. So this Sunday, I actually got a question. It was not off the Facebook page, but a friend asked this. We were at a a reception for her son who just got his Eagle Scout Award, and Anna Maria said to me, Bill, you, you went to Bible college. When it comes to our the days which God has ordained for us, when it comes to our lives here on earth, 
is there just a set number and God knows that number and there's no changing it one way or the other? How's that work? And so I thought that's a great question. I'm going to get a reasonable answer from somebody who's probably a little more studied than me. And today that is Bryant Golden, who is the uh, host of Unfiltered Radio, also the lead pastor of Centerpoint Church here in the Tampa Bay area, centerpointfl.org. Sunday mornings at 930, Brian's on the radio, and soon to be in October, uh, coming weekday afternoons or evenings, rather, at 630 with uh, Unfiltered. So we're excited about that, Brian, and excited to welcome you to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Bill. Appreciate it, man. So back to this question. At first, when I heard it, it kind of struck me is, is this one of those, can God make a rock that he can't lift questions? I mean, does it have meaning? But the more I thought about it, there's some issues that come along with that question. So I'll ask you, are our days truly numbered like you're going to live 50 years, seven weeks and two minutes and not a moment more? How's that work? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Um, it's a layered question. But here's the first thing I'd say. I heard this um, years ago, and I believe it. Like, the first thing is, like, I don't think anybody dies early. Um, and it's a huge word, but we, we believe, if you're a follower of Jesus, we believe that we serve a sovereign God. So he's over all things actual, all things possible, and um, nobody dies early. But then there's this tension of God's knowing um, that is not mutually exclusive to our responsibility and our calling and that we, you know, we have cause and effect and we have choices and there's a, a destiny that we've been given. And so some of that, it, it's hard to reconcile. One of the best uh, maybe examples uh, comes from C.S. Lewis, um, writer, theologian um, from decades ago in one of his books, maybe in Mere Christianity, where he talked about uh, it's similar to being on a ship that's going somewhere is you have full reign of what you do. Like you're hanging out on the deck, you're getting a drink, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to friends. But at the end of the day, that boat's still going to get to wherever that boat's going, you know. Mm. And um, it, it's one of the – there's a mystery to it. There's a tension to it. Um, but, yeah, n- nobody, nobody dies early. But at the same time, um, God's knowing doesn't conflict. Um, with like our responsibility and our calling and um, what God's given us to do. So, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about this scripturally, and you know, and this is kind of the answer that I I shared with my friend is that the the, the sure thing is that we all have an appointment with death. Um, God mm-hmm. in Scripture yeah. has changed the timetable. We look at Second Kings chapter twenty. Hezekiah is about to die. God says yep. to him uh, through Isaiah, get everything in order because you're going to die. And then Hezekiah prays and asks the Lord to lengthen his life, and God does that. He asks, he adds 15 years to Hezekiah's life. So I guess there is that tension, like you said, between God knows, and there is an appointment that we all have to keep, but sometimes maybe it's like going to the doctor. Sometimes you can move that appointment. I don't know. Am, am I? Is that yeah. at all accurate? No, and, and that's a great example. Um, you know what you just referenced, and I, I guess the, um, you know, the practical side of it. One of the verses that pops in my mind is, is Psalm ninety-five, where it says, "Teach us to number our days, so that we gain a heart of wisdom." And mm. so, I think if part of the question is, okay, so if, you know, if, if God knows, or however we wrestle with that tension, you know what. Um, what's the use or what is, you know, practically how do we do things day to day? And what's interesting to me in Scripture is 
the actually understanding that our days are numbered um, is a really healthy thing. Like one of the things you'll find is if somebody, you know, there's some people that almost do know the number of their days. If they're dealing with a diagnosis or you've been with somebody in the um, the late stages where they have hours or days to right. live, they know it's um, coming. They have like real clarity at the end about what is most important and what matters most. And so one of the things that's really interesting is. Knowing that our days are numbered is not a demotivator. It should be a motivator. It, what in, in that psalm, really what Moses is saying is teach us to number our days, uh, meaning the clarity that you are going to get at the end of your life if you know you're within hours or, or days of your life ending. That kind of clarity produces um, an unbelievable amount of wisdom. And so he's like, you know what, live like that every day to where you reach into your future and gain the wisdom you get at the end of the life and bring it into today. And so I think that's practically how it works. And I think that really is a big point because we live in kind of a Western culture where, um, like, we know everybody's going to die, but sometimes we, we live as if it's not a reality, like somehow we're going to – like Botox or Pilates our way out of it, but it's, it's like it's coming for us, right. you know? So, that's and, and I think practically is living that way. You know, interesting as we talk about that. By the way, the question for Ask a Pastor today, we're talking with Bryant Golden, who's the lead pastor at Centerpoint Church, uh, has been, are our days numbered? And I mean, like, down to the number. You're going to live, you know, 5,000 days, and then that's it. And uh, as we take a look at Scripture, we see instances where timetables have shifted, on a on a on a macro level, you know, when we see in the New Testament the question, well, where is God? Why isn't he? Why isn't Jesus returned yet? And the answer is because time doesn't always work for him like it works for us. One day is like a thousand days. A thousand days is like a day. And he wants to make sure everybody who's going to come to Christ comes to Christ before he uh, brings judgment. And so uh, sometimes it's a little bit of both. I think Bryant. And, and you've alluded to this already in our conversation. Sometimes when we think of the inevitability of our passing, you can have almost a reaction that says, well, look, I mean, it doesn't matter if I eat two pounds of bacon a day and sit on the couch watching Netflix or if I go out and run a marathon. Uh, either way, the result is going to end up being the same. And I think sometimes people can feel a sense of hopelessness in terms of how they live their life either for or not for Christ. Well, if it's all going to end up this way, I may as well just really get out there and get after it uh, and and sort it all out in the end. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, one, one of the things that we believe as followers of Jesus is um, that, that our relationship with him is full on based on his grace and what he's done. But at the same time, the, the Scripture teaches that, like, what we do now matters, like, not in terms of salvation, our relationship with Jesus, but what we do matters, like it has an impact. And even in regard to just, I take it down to, again, the really, really practical day-to-day. Um, that, like I just believe when you're living in the rhythm of what he's got for your life and the fact that he does have a destiny for you, like he does have a calling, you're where you are for a reason. And I think when you sync up and live with the rhythm of that, like your life is better. Mm. And so uh, I think we have every reason to live day-to-day, not with this inevitability or fatalism yeah, at some point, um, there's going to be a transition, and um, if I'm a follower of Jesus, like, the best is yet to come, but um, and, until then, living with the, yeah, I don't have forever, but man, I've got, there is something right now to, I want to experience full-on life, and, and I want to live a life that um, matters, you know, and uh, I think that's practically 
it's really all about our perspective and we have that kind of perspective. I think it changes everything, you know? Well, we're so excited, um, Bryant, to hear more from you on topics like this with unfiltered radio with Bryant gold in which soon is to come to, uh, weekdays evenings at six thirty here on faith talk, five seventy nine ten FM one Oh two point one. And Brian, I'm sure that you, and I know your, your dad is a pastor. You've been with a number of people who've been at the end of life, who, uh, mm-hmm. The veil between uh, the here and the hereafter has grown very, very thin. One of the things that I've observed in my own life as I get older, I always wondered, like, you know, it's you meet so many old people, and it's like they're all angels. They all just, you know, they're just doing everything right. And you're like, how could they can't have? How did that happen? You know, I mean, everybody's this sweet old lady or this sweet old guy. And the thing that I've I've kind of observed as I get older is that I do have more of a sense that this is not forever, that, well, it's maybe not time for the sun to go down, that maybe it's early autumn. And you do tend to uh, think more more deeply about not just how you've acted and the things you've done, the things you haven't done, but how you've treated people over time. Have you noticed when you work with people who are older who are, or who are really, they're drawing close, they're the next one getting on the roller coaster that, that that's a, a realization for them maybe that they didn't have in their younger years? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is um, there's a wisdom that, that comes with that. There's a clarity that um, a lot of times we miss. Um, I miss until you get um, into that, that place in life. And the reality is, like, life is just as fragile at any point. Um, you know, I've, you, probably many listening, have experienced um, people long before they get to you know, their golden years that, you know, their life is cut short. So the reality is life is fragile at any point. Mm. We don't have any control over it, but there, but when you get, you know, in those later years, there's just a wisdom and a clarity that, that oftentimes we don't have of this really is fragile. It's not going to last much longer. And again, go back to that verse we referenced at the beginning. I think that that's Psalm 95. Like you don't have to wait till you get to that point to live like that and to gain that kind of wisdom. Usually it's people that are older, but I think at any stage of life, like this verse is an invitation to number your days now. Like realize that um, that really could be true for you at any season of your life. You know, I had a, a brother that 27 um, went to be with Jesus, and you don't expect a 27-year-old mm. that, you know, that's a short life. And so um, it, it's fragile at any point. And so I think we have the opportunity to live in such a way that um, I'm not going to wait till I get to that point that to live with that kind of clarity, you know, but you're absolutely right. Like there's just a wisdom that comes with, I, I don't have a lot of time left, you know, and um, I'm going to maximize the time that I do have. And I think that's healthy. Well, man, thank you for your insight as a pastor, Bryant Golden uh, from unfiltered radio. And we're so excited that Bryant, you could join us and we're excited to start having you. I believe it now help me because we're just on the phone. Is it in er, yeah. first week of October? You're coming on, Five days a week? It is. Yeah, first week of October, uh, yeah, Monday through Friday every week uh, at 6.30 from 6.30 to 7. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pumped about it. We're really excited. Well, we're excited, too, and I've had a chance to listen through a number of your messages, and I think our listeners are going to be blessed. I think this is something that's going to bring a level of uh, freshness to what we have here on the radio. Bryant, we're so excited for you and your church family there at Centerpoint, man. Thanks a lot, Bill. I really appreciate it, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Brian. And thank you for listening to the Bill Carl Show today. Our guests uh, from Focus and the Family, we talked to the 
Bernard's about the movie uh, called The Favorite. You can learn more about that at thefavoritemovie.com. Still some chances to come in the next couple of days to win family four-packs of tickets to go see The Favorite. And I want to thank you for joining us. And once again, if you have any questions, like for Ask a Pastor, uh, you can go ahead and post those up on our Facebook page. Just when you go to Facebook in the search box, put WTBN. Or you can email me directly. I'm glad to take your emails. bcarl at salemtampa.com. That's bcarl at salemtampa.com. You know what? Uh, You can even drop me a voicemail. 813-349-8250 goes right to my desk. Uh, 813-349-8250. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Coming up next, it is my friend, uh, Pastor Ken Witten. With Living Truth, as we are in the series, Firing Up Your Faith, taken from the story of Daniel. Again, thank you for being a part of what we do here at Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1, and online at letstalkfaith.com. You can even download our app. Have a great night. God bless. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.